I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GCE became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. Today is Friday, January 8th. We're explaining the latest consequences of the chaos at the Capitol this week, who federal investigators are now looking for, the newest set of resignations in Washington, and some louder calls for President Trump's early removal. Plus, new security measures on some U.S. flights. There's a new richest person in the world. And forget Spider-Man and Iron Man, real-life nurses are Marvel's newest superheroes. Welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in around 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. Federal investigators are promising to find and punish the people responsible for storming the U.S. Capitol. Dozens have already been charged, mostly for assault and firearms offenses. And a lot more charges are likely in the coming days, weeks, and months. The FBI and Justice Department say they're determined to bring even more people to justice. Agents have already received thousands of tips from people identifying rioters caught on camera. Authorities have also been combing social media and cell phone records. And the FBI is offering 50 grand for information that leads them to who left two pipe bombs at the Democratic and Republican National Committee headquarters during the riots. Some Republican lawmakers say it wasn't just Trump supporters responsible for the violence. They blame leftist groups, too. But to that, law enforcement officials say they have not seen any evidence that left-wing activists played any part in this. It's all still under investigation. And they're also looking into whether the rioters acted mostly alone or if there was any militia-style group to blame for organizing the coup. The top federal prosecutor in Washington, D.C., said his office is looking into everyone involved, including President Trump and his personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani. That's because just before the mob invaded the Capitol, both Trump and Giuliani spoke to protesters in a way that some say incited violence. For example, Trump told them to, quote, fight like hell. And Giuliani said, quote, let's have trial by combat. But they've both since changed their tone in the day following the riots. President Trump released another recorded video yesterday. He called the Capitol violence a, quote, heinous attack. Trump also defended his own role at the rally, saying, quote, my only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. He committed to a peaceful transfer of power on January 20th, once President-elect Joe Biden is sworn into office. But top Democrats and at least one Republican feel he needs to go now and have called on Vice President Mike Pence to immediately remove President Trump from office by invoking the 25th Amendment. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says if Pence does not act soon, Congress will start considering impeachment once again. But it's not clear how far that effort will actually go, since it can be a long process, and President Trump is set to leave the White House in just 12 days anyway. Meanwhile, some senior Trump administration officials are calling it quits already. Both Transportation Secretary Elaine Chao and Education Secretary Betsy DeVos said they're leaving their posts early. Former White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney, who's now the U.S. Special Envoy for Northern Ireland, also resigned yesterday. All three gave the same reason for leaving— the riots, and President Trump's role in inciting violence. Several news outlets have said we can expect even more high-level resignations in the next few days. Some of the top security officials in Congress have now lost their jobs over the U.S. Capitol invasion. Congressional leaders called for the House Sergeant-at-Arms and the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms to resign. And now they've both done just that. 
Their main jobs are to keep the Capitol building secure and protect the members of Congress. But in the wake of this week's violence, they're both leaving. The Capitol Police chief also resigned shortly after their union called for a change at the top. As the AP reports, Capitol Police had the option to call in the National Guard ahead of time. Justice Department leaders also reached out, offering up FBI agents as soon as the mob entered the building. But the AP cited some unnamed sources who said Capitol Police turned down both offers. Eventually, agents were called in from several federal agencies like the National Guard, Secret Service, FBI, and more. But by then, there were already thousands of rioters roaming all around the halls of Congress. More than 50 Capitol and D.C. police officers were hurt during the riot, and one Capitol police officer has now died. Four other people also died, the one woman who was shot by a law enforcement official and three more who suffered medical emergencies. In the end, it took four hours to get all the intruders from the Capitol complex out. Now there's extra security and a seven-foot fence up around the Capitol grounds for at least the next month. Capitol Police are conducting a formal review of their actions. Also of note, President-elect Biden, along with organizations like the NAACP and Black Lives Matter, are calling the whole situation a double standard, pointing to black, peaceful protesters who have been tear-gassed and shot at in the past. Some lawmakers are now promising to investigate how authorities handled the rioting. And I interviewed a former Capitol Police chief for his insights and perspective on all of it in tomorrow's special edition Saturday episode. For the second time this week, the U.S. hit an all-time record for the highest daily death toll from COVID-19. More than 4,000 people died from the new coronavirus just yesterday. And at last count, there were more than 132,000 people battling COVID-19 in American hospitals. That's also the most the nation's healthcare system has ever taken on. The situation is especially dire in the South and the West. And a new challenge is also popping up. That new strain of COVID-19 that was first reported in Britain has since been found in at least eight states here in the U.S. It's considered more contagious, but no more deadly than the original strain. The nation's top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, spoke to Axios about it recently. He says there's concern some antibody treatments will not work to treat the new variant of COVID-19. But to be clear, Dr. Fauci says the vaccines being given to Americans now should work to prevent any strain of the virus. Researchers are testing that now, too, to be sure. All right, we have much more news coming up, but first, a quick thanks to our sponsor. Start the year off right with the newest Rothy styles like comfy shoes, brand new bags, and washable masks. I've now gotten two pairs of shoes from Rothy's, and it's just the beginning. Because now that I've experienced the style and range of options, the reliable comfort with no break-in period required ever, and Rothy's great customer service like free shipping and free returns on eligible items, I now know I can trust this company and I love ordering from them. I'm still amazed that I could wear my Rothy's flats right out of the box and they were comfortable from day one. I also really appreciate that Rothy's keeps sustainability in mind all along the way. To date, they've transformed more than 70 million plastic water bottles into their beautiful shoes, handbags, and face masks. It's no wonder Vogue has called Rothy's a, quote, personal obsession, and Health Magazine called them the, quote, most comfortable shoes on earth. So check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash newsworthy. That's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S, rothys.com slash newsworthy. Again, head to rothys.com slash newsworthy today. Now back to the news. Facebook has now locked President Trump out of his account for at least the rest of his time in the White House. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg announced the decision to ban him across all platforms, including Instagram. He says the president's claims about voter fraud and a rigged election helped incite violence at the U.S. Capitol on Wednesday. So the social network is cracking down more than ever before. 
But Twitter is taking a different approach. It actually lifted its ban on President Trump yesterday after locking his account for 12 hours on Wednesday. Twitter says the president is now free to tweet, but that if he breaks their rules again, he could face permanent suspension. Other tech platforms are cracking down, too. The streaming platform Twitch disabled President Trump's account this week, as did the social network Snapchat. The e-commerce platform Shopify removed two online stores affiliated with Trump as well. Also, in response to this week's riots, airlines are beefing up security on flights to and from Washington, D.C. Both American and United say they've increased staff at D.C. area airports just in case there's any unrest. Meanwhile, the FAA is reminding people that unruly behavior on a plane can violate federal law. The new warning follows a couple of tense flights earlier this week. Media outlets like USA Today report one flight from Dallas to Washington had passengers screaming at each other over politics. Videos on social media also show Trump supporters heckling Republican Senator Mitt Romney earlier this week as he flew to the Capitol. So airlines say they're working closely with local law enforcement agencies and reminding people that certain behavior will not be tolerated. Boeing is once again paying up for its role in a pair of deadly crashes two years ago. The airplane maker agreed to pay $2.5 billion to settle a criminal charge. Here's the breakdown. The Justice Department had charged the company with defrauding the Federal Aviation Administration because a couple Boeing employees withheld crucial information from the agency. The New York Times reports they apparently never told the FAA the plane's software had been changed. And it turns out there were major issues with that software, which contributed to the two crashes. As part of Boeing's settlement, it'll have to establish a $500 million fund to compensate the families of those who died in the crashes. It will also have to pay a $244 million fine. And it'll pay about $1.8 billion to compensate airlines who were unable to use the MAX jet while it was grounded. It's worth noting, though, this settlement just addresses one of Boeing's many legal issues. Others are still pending. SpaceX and Tesla founder Elon Musk is now the richest person in the world. CNBC reports he overtook Amazon's Jeff Bezos yesterday to move into the top spot. Musk is now worth a whopping $185 billion. The Wall Street Journal says his wealth is mostly thanks to Tesla. The electric car company has seen its stock price increase more than ninefold over the past year. And every time it does, Musk gets richer. After hearing the news yesterday, he tweeted, quote, how strange. Well, back to work. TBD, if Musk can hold on to the top spot. At this point, he's barely beating Bezos, who is worth $184 billion. The NFL playoffs begin tomorrow. 14 teams have made the cut, including the reigning Super Bowl champions and my hometown team, the Kansas City Chiefs. Other frontrunners in the postseason include the Green Bay Packers, Seattle Seahawks, New Orleans Saints, Pittsburgh Steelers, and Buffalo Bills. The first three playoff games are set for tomorrow, followed by another three on Sunday. And then there's more matchups over the next two weekends. The final two teams standing at the end of this will play in the Super Bowl on February 7th. And that's it for the main news today, but now it's time for Feel Good Friday, when we bring you one extra feel-good or positive news story before the weekend. But first, this episode is brought to you by Noom. If you ever feel lost with all the different contradictory information out there about health and habits, Noom works to simplify things and help you turn your personal health goals and aspirations into reality. And not just for the month, but Noom uses psychology and education to help you stick with it in the long term. Noom's cognitive behavioral approach is meant to help you build habits without an unrealistic, rigorous plan or unforgiving lifestyle. You set your goals and Noom helps you get there. And Noom knows you're busy and doesn't expect to dominate your life. It expects just 10 minutes a day of your time. And there's no bad food. It's more about understanding cravings, helping you eat and feel better, and knowing how to shop. There's also easy food logging and a way to chart your progress for your own healthier habits. 
You can sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash newsworthy. Again, sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M, Noom dot com slash newsworthy. Noom wants you to know there's a science to getting healthier. So go to Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash newsworthy. And now back to Feel Good Friday. Today, we're talking about a new Marvel comic book series that honors frontline workers. Yep, the same people behind super popular comics like Spider-Man, The Avengers, and X-Men are behind this one. It's called The Vitals, True Nurse Stories. All the characters are based on real-life nurses who are on the front lines of the pandemic. It details their heroic actions that have saved lives. Marvel coordinated with the Allegheny Health Network in western Pennsylvania to tell these stories. And the nurses who are featured call it surprisingly realistic— One even told Inside Edition she hopes this gives young people an idea of what it's like to be a nurse and helps to motivate them to choose nursing as a profession. And Marvel says it's honored to celebrate their work. For now, the comic books are being distributed at certain hospitals and recruiting events, and you can read a digital version of it on Marvel's website. We put a link in today's show notes. All right, thank you so much for listening today. Be sure to subscribe or follow The Newsworthy on your podcast app or on our website, thenewsworthy.com, so you can get daily new episodes for free. Or sign up for ad-free episodes at thenewsworthy.com slash insider. All right, we'll be back with our special edition Saturday episode tomorrow and another news roundup on Monday. Until then, have a great day. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.